Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hope you guys had a good summer. Uh, it's good to be back. You know, got a lot of work to do here in, in training camp, but uh, excited to be here. It's, it's really the start of football season. We're going to try to build off of, of things we've done in the spring. Uh, so I think the guys are excited. They came back in shape. You know, took care of some logistical meetings yesterday and ready to go today. We're going to work on the uh, in the red zone. Joe, uh, obviously a big part of the season is going to be evaluating Daniel. Like, what are you going to be looking for to determine if he's the quarterback of the future? Yeah, again, we're just we're at day one here. Uh, I appreciate the question. Again, there's a lot that, you know, from a continuity standpoint, getting Galladay and KT um, back out there, you know, we'll see where Shep is here over the next couple of weeks. So again, right now it's just about building continuity with the, the guys. You know, we missed some reps in the spring, so really just him coming out and executing the offense is what we're looking to do. You know, getting better each day, and that goes for the entire position group, Tyrod and Davis Webb as well. What do you need though for like a quarterback to prove it to you? Because obviously your actions this offseason said he kind of has to prove it to you, right? You had the option of picking up of picking up a fifth-year option on him, and, and you didn't. So, like, what is a quarterback? Need to prove to you guys. To we're just, we've been around Daniel for, we were on the grass for six weeks, you know, in the spring. Like, there's a lot to learn from the offensive standpoint and, you know, the ability to execute the offense. And again, I think continuity is, is important. And, you know, to see him out there with some of the guys that weren't out there in the spring, I think are important. So, again, it's just getting better each day. That's what training camp's about. You know, we're going to install the offense. Um, you know, Daniel's still got a lot to learn from. Um, from a scheme standpoint in our offense, he's done a tremendous job working uh, to learn it. And, you know, we look forward to seeing him getting better each day. Coach, Joe, what's the identity, what do you want the identity of this football team to be? Yeah, we've talked about this, you know, during the draft, we talk about it now. We're looking for smart, tough, dependable people in our organization. Uh, people that make good decisions on and off the field in terms of intelligence, uh, doing what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it all the time, and then have some, some mental toughness, some resiliency about them. Uh, those are three qualities that we covet uh, when we're looking, whether it's draft pick, free agents, coaching staff, players. Uh, that's the, the identity of, of what we're trying to build. Uh, and, um, uh, very often the first day of training camp, um, you hear a lot of players talking about expectations and we think we're a playoff team, we think we're this, we think they're that. Um, are you an expectations guy or do you just, you know, when you give your overview to start this whole thing with them, do you kind of, I mean, I know you're sure. talking about red zone today or whatever, yeah. but, you know, do you kind of want to set some kind of standard for them? Yeah, I've learned a long time ago, you know, you, you got to take care of today. Uh, there were, you know, again, being in the league for 20 plus years, there's teams that people thought they were going to go all the way and 
didn't make the playoffs. There were team, you know, people thought that they weren't gonna. And what we try to focus on is 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 getting better each day, like Joe said, focusing on the things that we can do and we control, uh, which is going out there, having good meetings, having good practice, trying to string good days together, uh, and that's where our focus is really going to be. One more in, in a, a series of firsts for you yeah. as a head coach is today a first practice something sort of meaningful for you or very meaningful for you? Uh, I haven't really thought about it. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of things that come across your desk when you're in this position and you, you just try to do the best you can. And, and this is certainly one of them. Uh, I'm excited, just like I think everybody else is, to, to get going. Uh, really the official start of of this season, albeit, you know, these first couple practice will probably be more similar to, to what you guys saw in phase three with no pads on and the, and the ramp up period. Uh, but certainly excited to, to be here. Pretty much all the players that we spoke to during the earlier phases in minicamp spoke about the renewed energy with the new coaching staff. How do you carry that momentum over, or is that put in the past and this is a fresh slate? Yeah, I just think being yourself and, and taking things day by day and working as hard as you can with a good positive attitude and being able to deal with things when they come your way. You know, it's, you know, it's fine, and, and I appreciate the, the energy and all those type of things, but uh, you really find out what kind of team you are is when you start fighting through adversity and you know a loss or a bad thing happens. Um, but we're going to try to be as consistent as we can uh, as a leadership group, scouting department, coaching staff, organizations. I think consistency is key and uh, have high energy, be positive, but also be real about where we're at and what we need to fix. You limited time around Saquon. How excited are you to see him get going? Yeah, I thought he had a really good spring, and I think he came in in shape, uh, did a really good job on a conditioning test. So he's a, you know, he's a good player for us. He was a good player in spring for us, and you know it'll be, it's good to work with him. Joe, John, uh, John Mara has openly acknowledged that this is not going to be an overnight rebuild. So now that you've been here and had your hands on this team for a little bit, what is your feeling on where things are at and how far you guys have to go and what you've accomplished so far? I mean, that's a, that's a good question. Again, I, I would say revamped roster, just looking at some of the players that we've, we've brought in and, um, you know, some of the guys we had to move on from for various reasons. Um, you know, again, we, we haven't been in pads yet. We were in pads on Monday. Is that right? We get into pads on Monday. So, you know, again, from a O-line, D-line standpoint, you know, seeing guys actually blocking with pads on. I mean, there's a lot of things that we still need to evaluate that, you know, you can get a feel for in the spring, but again, to to Dave's point, you know, how are we going to respond to adversity? How are we going to respond to success? Um, every year, the team is is different, and they have a different identity and different attitude. And you know, those are all things that we look forward to, you know, evaluating and find out what we're going to be about, you know, over the next month. Coach, you got a bunch of players. Um, you had a bunch of players in the spring in red jerseys, and they did not make it to the to the pup list, which is good news, obviously. But are any of them going to be limited? Yeah, well, well, first of all, I'd say that our training staff, our medical staff, our sports science, uh, our strength staff did really a really good job in the spring of, you know, mapping out what we kind of needed to do to try to get to this point, which was, you know, we knew the three guys that are on PUP right now were going to be pretty much on PUP. Uh, and really everybody else that was in those red jerseys, I mean, there was a plan in place, I'd say a very detailed plan. Um, and those guys did a great job. Everybody should be ready to go. You know, Z's had that 
had that little ding there getting ready to, to you know work out to come back so he'll be he'll be down a little bit but everybody else that were in red jerseys uh, will be able to participate and practice uh, and we'll keep an eye on them as we go but uh, you know credit to to those people in the organization for for their plan and, and for getting these guys ready to go which is where we wanted to be um, today right how do you how do you balance with Daniel teaching him the offense instructing him coaching him and evaluating him do they do they go hand in hand do you do you take yeah I mean that's it, it's really with every player you do that you know no matter who it is training camp wise you you teach you go out there, they have to perform, and then you evaluate, and then you teach and correct, and then they go perform, and then you evaluate. Um, I'd say we'll be, it'll be everything will be evaluated uh, for how we practice to, uh, not just Daniel with everybody, um, but I certainly I know it's the quarterback, and that's a you know an important position, but that's that's what we'll do. We'll teach them, let them go out there and play. There's mistakes in in every practice. There's mistakes in every game. And you, you know, keep a cool, calm head. You correct them, and you let them go out there and, and do it again. Since we both got last year about Kadarius Tony, you know, uh, and you guys will get him on the field today. Mm -hmm. A lot of talk last year about his maturity and off-field stuff and all of that. What are you hoping to see from him, both on the field and off the field? Uh, similar to to what I just talked about with Daniel. Come in, get the plays, know what to do, go out there and execute them, fix them. Uh, KT's been great. You know, I'm not. I wasn't here last year or anything like that. He's done. You know, he's done the rehab he's needed to do. He's been working hard in the meeting rooms. Again, the plan and and you know, we're not talking about injuries from what we did in the spring, but the plan was was set in place. And uh, he's out here without a red jersey, ready to practice. How do you handle him this summer, though, with that knee and rehabbing and the, the injuries he's obviously had a, a string of injuries here? Yeah, I, I think it's. You can let them go out there and practice, and then if we need to make modifications based on the, the training staff, but he's he's good to go. Since you both got here, <clears throat> you talked about being in lockstep, the idea of the, you know the previous relationship being here, and also obviously you guys being here together today on the first day projects you know an image that you guys are working together. I'm just curious, do you do you have to put a plan in place now that training camp? starts about how you guys are going to handle day to day between the two of you between your leadership group of the guys that are involved or does it just kind of happen organically because I know Joe saw you in the spring you're out here a lot you're, you know it's not like you're sitting in an ivory tower watching yeah, um, yeah. I, I would say it's organically I mean we, yeah. we we talk we're in constant communication throughout the building um, this morning we've you know, we've had several conversations already just about plethora of things so yeah it's it's easy it's important you have to communicate you know whether it's him and I communicating yeah. then down to his coaching staff or the personnel staff um, whichever it may be but yeah the communication has been good so far and again we you know that's that's a that's a positive for us so far and you know we'll continue to do that is that important for you I mean like I said you were very visible in the spring on the field players are seeing you out there uh, that it's not go see Joe upstairs is are you conscious of that that the the players are aware that you're there, you're you're involved, not just kind of you know yeah. pushing papers. Yeah, absolutely, and and we're always evaluating. So being around the players, you know, we'll have a walkthrough tonight. And I'll be out there too, just always being around the players, interacting with them, um, get to know them on a personal level. You know, let them know I care about them. You know, professionally, personally. Um, you know, I think that's important. It's an important part of the culture. You know, it's not transactional. You know, you want to get to know these guys as, as human beings. You know, get you know, know about their families, what they did all summer. So, you know, I think that's important. Brian, we all saw the draft. 
We also, what you did obviously with Josh and, and the amount of time he carried the ball in Buffalo, with Daniel having, you know, had some injuries, you know, obviously in his career so far, how, how will you approach him and the idea that, that he can create with his legs, but obviously it puts him in, in some jeopardy if and when he does? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question. You're, you're, when you have an athletic quarterback that can move and, and make plays, whether it's loose plays or design plays, uh, you want to try to take advantage of it because it evens up the playing field with the defense. And you're constantly coaching and teaching you know, when to slide and when to get down and when to do it. Uh, I think it's definitely um, an advantage when you have a quarterback that can move and, and do those type of things. So I'd say you know, we'll implement some things that, that utilize his skill set and then we'll, we'll coach him up and make sure that he's doing the best he can do to protect himself. Um, but he's going to have to do that as well. Spoken the draft, there's been some additions and subtractions in the uh, front office, but director of college scouting isn't filled. Is that a position you plan to fill, or are you just going to go without it? Or how, how do you work? Yeah, we, we interviewed uh, probably three or four candidates for that, and we're just going to move forward with without one for this season. That's a good question. Would you primarily handle that role? Uh, Dennis Hickey will, you know, fill that role primarily for for this year, and then we'll we'll evaluate it after the year. But between him, Tim. Brandon Brown, you know, they'll kind of head up the uh, personnel department. Chris Rossetti will be doing the, the pro department. All those guys, you know, outstanding additions, you know, the new guys. You two guys have sat around for the last six months putting together a staff and a team, and it is what it is today. Is there a board in your room where you two guys look at the team and go, we still got to get better here, we're satisfied here, and is there something you could share about that? Well, there is a board. Uh, it's a magnetic board. He has one in his room, and, and I have one in my room. And, uh, you know, Chris Rossetti, who we just talked about, the pro to person, he's constantly updating it. You know, we're, we're always going to try to improve the roster in any way we can. Uh, and that just goes back to your question with the relationship with the two of us being in constant communication. Um, we have workouts. You know, we'll have workouts today. We had workouts two days ago. Uh, anything we can do to try to improve it, and you're always talking about, you know, you do this maybe once a week during training camp, somewhere around there, of, of an evaluation of, of what we've done up to this point, whether it's scheduling, whether it's the players, what we could do better, um, just to try to improve your, your organization as a whole. Joe, you brought in four guys yesterday, you know, talking about upgrading the roster. Um, in particular, Andrew Adams and, and Nick Williams. I mean, what, mm -hmm. what did you like about those guys? What role might they play for you? Yeah, they again, we're constantly looking to upgrade the roster and, and communication with agents. And, um, you know, some of these players we've been trying to get in for a certain amount of time and for, for various reasons weren't able to. So, again, to add another, you know, veteran safety that's, a, that's an outstanding kid. He's smart, tough. He's got, you know, he's played ball in the league. And, um, the people that were here before us that have interacted with him spoke very highly of him. So we're happy to join, uh, to add him. And then Nick Williams was in Miami actually with me, uh, previous in his career. Another guy that's, you know, a veteran player that, you know, still has gas in the tank and also is a very good culture fit. So we were excited to add those two guys. And, you know, again, we've, we've been in constant contact with their agents along with many other players and we'll continue to do that. And, you know, sometimes when the circumstances are right, you know, that the deals can come together. Are there certain positions to where you don't want to be too young and you kind of need veteran leadership at, at certain positions more so than others? Um, yeah, I think 
we, we talk all the time about leader, you know, you would like to have leadership in each room if you can. It doesn't always work out that way, but um, you know, if you can add, you know, leadership to each room, you'll you'll look to do that. But um, it's not a must. But there are some players, you know, maybe it's the, you know, tight end room or deal, you know, whatever it may be. You look and say, do we have enough leadership in there? Do we need to add somebody to maybe show these guys the way? Or you know, those those are conversations we're having on a daily basis and. We'll continue to evaluate those positions, and you know, like Dave's was just saying, we'll have a, a weekly meeting where the coaches and the personnel will get together. And we'll just go through the roster, player one to you know to 91, and you know talk about each guy, where they are, you know how they're learning, you know how their health is, um, and their contribution. And then you know if there's somebody we need to move on from or we're interested in, you know we'll, we'll have another workout and see if we can get better at certain positions. Joe, during the spring, when when you guys dialed back so many rehabbing or injured players. Is that more of a coaching medical decision or are you involved with that as well? Yeah, we're in constant communication on that stuff as well, the medical and you know, to Dave's point, the medical staff since we got here, they had a great plan, the strength staff as well, mapping out not only the spring but to get us to this point. And there's a calculated plan to get us through August to week one, so you know we're fresh. So that's the three of us. Um, you know, basically constantly communicating on that and put it, we've tweaked it a lot. You know, Dave's and his staff did a good job. And again, the main thing is, you know, getting the guys healthy for September 11th when we play Tennessee. You guys, you guys, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, that was kind of, you kind of started answering my follow-up was, do you intend to be cautious and try to strike a delicate balance to get to week one? Or would you rather hit the ground running now and, you know, see these guys compete? Yeah, we need to practice and we mm -hmm. need to compete. and. Look, you can't buy insurance on all these injuries. Like some of them are fluke. Some of them, like we, we do the best we can. I think, you know, those meetings, Pat, that we had in the spring in terms of, you know, what we want to do with each player and how we want to go about it, and then the sports science coming in with the practice schedule. And you know, a coach, you always want to have as many reps as you can get, so you can get as many different looks and the players can get as many different opportunities to go out there and show what they can do. But there's always give and take, and and really leading up right here in this ramp period. You know, there was a lot of give and take just doing these schedules in terms of the amount of reps, the amount of rest time, recovery in between meetings, what we can do in the building to help the players, you know, recover, whether we get more massage chairs or there's just so many different conversations that come into place and everything we do should be for the players. Uh, you know, we're servants for, for the players uh, to try to help them out in any way we can, whether it's from PR, coaching, scouting, we're trying to help our guys be the best versions of themselves and then let them go out there and be themselves. So um, relative to what we try to do in the spring, you know, there were red jerseys and it was all those things. But uh, again, credit to, to Ronnie and his staff and, and to Fitz and his staff and the strength staff. And, you know, those guys had a really good plan and we, we tweaked it as we went. You know, we pulled back on some things and, and we let other guys get going. But our whole goal was to get to today with as few red jerseys so we can get hit the round running. Joe, you've had seven months to revamp this roster. What should, what can fans reasonably expect from this team this year? <laughs> oh, yeah, again, I don't want to get into the predictions, but to, to Dave's point earlier, that we're going to come out, you know, this week, you know, we want guys to run to the ball, play hard, you know, not, not beat ourselves, take care of the football, be fundamentally sound. If, if they can do that, the rest will take care of itself. Again, we've got a lot of evaluating to do. We haven't been in pads. Um, again, the continuity part, you know, some guys still learning the, the defense. You know, Daniel hasn't thrown to some of these receivers. We just signed four new players. So there's a lot of moving parts right now. So that's what training camp's about. Um, you know, we may run some plays that, that we throw out and we, we don't ever run them. You know, that's what this time's for, to, to test things, see how they work. So again, just the biggest thing is, you know, not beat ourselves, play hard, you know, 
smart, tough, dependable, what he talked about. You know, that's other than that, you know, the results will take care of itself if we can do that. How would you answer that question? Just that expectations and message to the fans about, you know, it might, there might be some bumps in the road here. And there always is in an NFL season, right? You know, whether you go 15 or two or, you know, it's, it's a results business. We understand that. But it's our job to, to make it a process for our team and for our organization. And, you know, we're just taking steps. And the next day we want to take a bigger step. Um, I don't look too far ahead. I've already told you that before. We got red zone practice today, and tomorrow we got third and two to five. And after that, I'm not even sure because I'm just focused on this. And, and that's what the players need to be focused on, too, is their individual improvement and collectively building a team together. And you can't, it just doesn't happen. You know, you have to go through some ups and downs and uh, you work as hard as you can, be a good pro, do things right, uh, and give everything you got each week. You know, that's what it takes in this league. How is Jeff's rehab, and do you expect, are you are you counting on him to be ready for September 11th, or is he going to be a second half of the season? I'd say his guy? rehab is going well, and we're day-to-day. -day. Good question. <laughs> what, are the, what are the expectations with Nick Gates? That was a serious injury. I mean, are you expecting him to come back this season? Is it sort of like, you know, we'll see what happens as the season goes along. What's the approach with him? Yeah. I, I'll say this, and then let Joe start to interrupt you, Joe, is this guy has been rehabbing unbelievable and he's made a lot of strides where he's at and when he's ready Jordan I, I couldn't answer that right now I just think that uh, his mindset and what he's done up to this point has really been remarkable with him we'll see with, with Saquon you want to answer that no I would just say like when I got here I was just worried about his quality of life and the, the fact that he's where he is and may be able yeah. to play in the preseason is, is amazing and he's been credit to the kid he's been working his butt off so yeah, yeah hopefully. I mean it's not a guarantee that's yeah I mean he's this kid is um he's been working unbelievable but yeah I mean I when you say it's not a guarantee I mean it's, it's not a guarantee like it's pushed back so far like it could oh, okay. be before I was saying it could be before any of us think I mean I, I, I can't we're sure it was a guarantee he's yeah. gonna make it back yeah no he's he's it's been unbelievable he's been remarkable what he's done yeah Sorry, Joe, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Oh, you're fine. Um, for either of you, did, did you find it did you find it meaningful or did you go back and look at Saquon maybe in his rookie year, the way he was used, and maybe even back to his Penn State day, days when you know, he, he did it a whole lot more than frankly what he sometimes was asked to do in this offense? Yeah, we you know, we came from Buffalo and Terry Pagool is a Penn State grad and you know has donated a lot of money there. So we were well aware of Saquon Barkley even before he came out um but yeah I mean he was super talented he went number two in the draft and you know he's he's a rare talent and you know we we were aware of him his rookie year when he came out you know we played him in uh was that 19 I think we played we played here uh you know and he's a guy you had to game plan against you had to you know you were worried about him as a defensive coordinator so um again he's had a really good spring he's been a joy to be around um you know, and I look forward to seeing what he, you know, what he does this camp and how he'll be able to contribute for us this year. Joe, you, we'll uh, take you guys are obviously like Brian said, you know, you're micromanaging day the way you're at and it's day to day. When you set, <clears throat> when you sat down and you put together your year one plan as far as what you needed to accomplish this year, uh, how important and have you found yourself challenged at all the idea of sticking to the plan and reminding yourself that you know, it's very easy to veer off and maybe do something said you, you wouldn't do this year based on philosophy, how you projected. Is that just the process through the year? 
it's just important to yeah, remember. Yeah, we're halfway. I mean, we're at the season now. You know, we're at training camp. So, you know, leading up to this point, you know, again, constant communication with him and where we are and what our plan is moving forward. Um, you know, again, we'll see how it works out. But you know, a lot of the a lot of the plan has been executed to to where we are now to, you know, see us through you know next off season as well. I guess I meant more in terms of, you know, you laid out things that you would do and you would not do. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't compromise. Yeah. Uh, salary cap for next year, that kind of thing. As a general manager, do you find yourself in that position at times where you know you almost anticipate, all right, I'm going to be challenged. You know, we may have a move that we have to go against the grain of what I wanted to establish here, and then we have to decide if that fits. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've had a few of those. Bad hands. Yeah, yeah. You weigh the uh, pro, pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, it comes down to weighing the pros and cons. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, what does it look like short term? What does it look like in 20? 23, what's it look like in 2024? Um, and we approach most of our de- decisions with that, that mindset. You guys were in Buffalo and it was at some level. And when you guys left, it was at a, you know, almost as high a level as you can get. Um, do you have to constantly communicate to each other that we're back there again? You know what I mean? We're, we're back at square one again. You know, you guys built this thing up and part of the reason why you're both here is because of that. Um, and now it's almost like, okay, we ran that race. Now we're way back at the starting gate again. Um, I, I think we're in pretty good shape with that. I think we understand where we're at. Um, are there times where he might say, hey, we're year one or vice versa? I think, it, Paul, a lot of times it happens with uh, myself and the offensive staff, you know, particularly the guys that came from, from Buffalo is, you know, I'm on – there are times where I'm going through my mind and doing things and motioning and shifting and doing all these different things. And I told them they better remind me that we're in year one of this and not year five of this uh, in terms of designing plays and tempos and different things like that. We're, we're just kind of starting to crawl here uh, and making progress, uh, but we got a long way to go. Joe, so much of your work like this offseason was getting the cap in order. Like, where are you guys at? Do you think you're going to do more restructures if the season? Are you comfortable doing that? Just how do you proceed from this point? Yeah, we're we're tied up against it with you know when you add in replacement costs throughout the season is is injuries occur. So um, you know that, that that is a possibility down the road depending on you know what what injuries we have and who the players are. And again, the the roster is never final. I mean, we have you know the entire preseason. You know, thirteen hundred some players will be cut. You know, this month we have you know possible trades. You know, we're fifth in the claim order, so there's some roster maneuvering we can do. And again, we'll continue to to upgrade the roster. But you know, the reality is, you know, we are just under five million dollars in cap space, and um, we have to operate under the same rules as everybody else. So you know, that 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 is a potential option. I know I said it early on that was a last resort, and you know, it's not something I I want to major in, but it's something we may have to do if if we need to. Two more, or no more. Is it going to be odd at all to have fans at practice today? One more time. Is it going to be odd at all to have fans at practice? It's been a while since 2019. No, it's going to be great. I think the, you know we have a great fan base. I think this, the setup is is really awesome, and I think it brings juice to the players. You know, when you're out there and you've been going in the spring all the time, and you got some however many thousands of people out here to su- support you, we're, we're very thankful and grateful for that. And I know the guys are excited about it. Uh, brings you know brings some life and juice to practice which is always good. Yeah, and I'll say I can't wait. I mean, it's been 
been a couple of years since we've had the fans out there, and Brian and I are very thankful for the reception we've gotten from you know the fans since we've been here. Whether it was you know some of the Rangers games in the off season or throughout the summer, just uh, you know the excitement from the Giants fan base and the again the love they've shown us. It's 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 been great, and can't wait for them to to be out there and get to see us practice again. One more. Is, uh, is Kayvon full go? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody's pretty much full go, besides the guys that are PUP or Z's. You know. So we'll, again, like I said before, we'll manage who we need to manage. Uh, but there's no red jerseys. We're we're ready to go. Live Nation presents Concert Week now through May 14th. Get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.